Jody, I think I've already got my Friday favorite. And it's, it's only, only Monday. Monday. Yeah, I was going to say, Sam, it is just Monday. But I've seen this one popped up, and I had to listen to it, and I was laughing, and for some reason I kept thinking of you, Jody. Okay. It's this guy who has his... his okay, when, you, when your washing machine starts getting out of whack, you know, on right. the spin cycle, yes, and it makes that noise, banging. and you run in there, and you straighten everything out. Yes, yeah. This guy grabs a guitar instead, and he, <gasps> he starts playing music to his, uh, his washing machine that's, uh, you know... You see, here's washer, okay? It sounds like Johnny Cash. One! Two, Close. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Is this the Charlie devil went down to Georgia? Yes! The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to sleep. He was in a vibe. He was way behind. He was wanting to make a Man, it made, it, it gave him the perfect backbeat. I know, but it's like... Fix that thing or it's going to break. It's going to get off, you know. And then so while I was watching his video over in the right-hand side, and he's apparently got his own channel, he does this a lot. He's, he's got another song that, you know, Jody, you might find this one is Sacrilege. His washer's going off in the background. Got the guitar. I know this. Well, I guess it will be nice. George Michael. Another good backbeat. Man, he's awesome. Oh, and he's probably broken this dryer five times. Hey, at least he's doing laundry. Or his washing machine. Yeah, washer, I mean. I love that kind of creativity. You know, the next time that our our washing machine gets off kilter like that, Jody, we'll have to figure out. We'll send the girls in with their ukulele. That's right, exactly. Because you and I can't do that. right. Sam, mm, our, our Piggy Gaga, the One-Eyed Wonder Pug. Yes. Who's very, One of our pack of four. She's awesome. She is doing very well right now, and we can't even believe it. She um, did survive that most recent emergency vet trip. Which wasn't lockjaw, but an abscess no, tooth. But so, it, no, it, it wasn't even that. And look, here's the story on Piggy. When we... When we rescued her, when we adopted her, she already was in a situation that wasn't great. She'd kind of been overbred, and then we found out Poor she had, she had heartworms and some heart damage. It's like okay, so when we got her, it was like a totally misrepresented wait, dog. Why, wait, why are you laughing at overbred? It means that she was forced to have a bunch of puppies. I know many I many know. times. That sounds corporate. Oh, yeah, he said a misrepresented dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, look, this guy, they lied to you about the dog. She's been through a lot in her life, so we just decided we're going to give her a comfortable existence for the rest of her life. We didn't know how long that would be. Oh, my gosh. And three years ago, she, she had she had the bowel thing that almost killed her, as you remember. They, they were going to... We were going to... We were going to put her down. We were going to put her down, and then she bounced back. And it's like, okay, you're coming home. A year she, ago... She's, Remember her eye popped out. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let me rephrase that. I don't that. want to live, relive and that. And so surgically, that's been fixed. Okay, so so we, she's been overbred, had bowel issues, stop, a popped stop. out eye. She's deaf. Let me. Can I give you the update? She's mostly deaf and and mostly blind in one eye, the one eye that's left. But anyway, she is the most incredible story, and she's the funniest spirit ever. She does. She's, she's sweet fine. and happy. When I picked her up from the vet yesterday, it's like okay. There's some sort of thyroid issue. They're putting her on medicine for it. And once she's in on this medicine for a while, she should be back to herself. But on the way home, they said, look, her heart rate's really slow and her paws or her her little feet are cold. And I thought, that's not good. Your heart rate's slow and your extremities are cold. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we're taking her home. 
you know, to make her comfortable. Yeah, they said oh, she no. didn't have any rhythm. I said, I don't know. I've seen her dance. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine now. She is back to her old self. I'm feeding her canned food only. What exactly is her old self? Well, she's so happy that when she wags that tail, her behind sways. Uh, I mean, she's all uh, happy. Even though she can't hear and see, she's happy. I've switched her to canned food because of some of her teeth issues. It's a soft, soft food. Yeah. And she likes it so much. She is snorting like the pig that she is yeah. again. It is so funny. I don't even know, like... I won't believe it. One day when she does leave us, I won't believe it's true. Like, it'll take me 24 hours to believe mm-hmm. it. But isn't that good? That's the update. I mean, again, she's like the happy ending big surprise dog. It's like in the cartoons when the angel came out of the body and number four just got another life. Remember? <laughs> We love having you along. Join us anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text to that number. You like getting texts too. Or reach out online. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Christy says, I just need to know if I'm missing something. Okay. I listened to you guys on the podcast. Thank and you. recently, a woman called in and said that she loves the show, as do I, mm-hmm. and said that she listens to y'all all day. Sweet. My podcasts are only generally about 45 to 48 minutes from each day. Mm-hmm. Can y'all just confirm that I'm not crazy or, or are you guys online 24 7? Hmm. Well, online is always on. Yes, yeah, but we're not on all day. The 24-7 is the same 45 minutes over and over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if somebody listens to us all day, they probably listen to us in the morning in their busy morning schedule and then grab the rest of it or whatever, or the podcast later in the day. Yeah, we just don't want you to miss anything. That's why. Or you but... listen to the radio station all day. It's cool, too. Yeah. 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 So that's what that means. Hmm. Christy. Well, the on- online life is always on. Huh? <laughs> Thank you, Christy. And this next message comes to us from Canada. Lana and she says hey MSJ team you guys rock just wanted to let you guys know that y'all are played all day 4am to 5pm at the Bait Cafe in Dawson's Creek BC Canada Dawson Creek the uh, TV show is Dawson's uh, Creek I'm just saying (laughs) get it straight David Dawson Creek or Dawson's Dawson yeah the TV show is Dawson's Creek this is Dawson Creek that's what I'm saying we're not talking about the TV show here though no No. No. Murphy couldn't help himself producer pronunciation error my fast that's fine fine. (laughs) she said this place is also famously known for being mile zero of the Alaska Highway. Cheers. Yeah. Mm. Hey, I'm, I, cool. I, I just went to the Facebook page. Sam, mm. they have a whole tray of sliced bacon, or as they say in French, bacon tranché. Slice of bacon. Bacon tranché. Yeah, but it's not just about bacon. I'm, I, what I'm, oh, moon pies. Mm. Well, that's uh, chocolate that, dipped uh, strawberries. What kind of bacon is that, though? Because this is Canada. You know, is that Canadian? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. bacon, bacon. Uh-huh. Oh, and, oh, they've got their menu online, too. They're going to stop listening to us no, if you make that not. joke oh, again. Bake club. <laughs> Sam, All right. Okay. Reel man. it back in, man. Reel it back I'm in. I'm excited. Thank, Thank you, you so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. Reach out anytime. You can go online, call or text, and a Facebook page. You can reach us there and on Instagram. Jody, I haven't explained this to you. I haven't told you about this yet because I kind of feel like a fool for <laughs> doing this. Mm, this um, ought to be good. Well, I mean, as you know, at the end of last week, I took her oldest daughter down to the DMV, got her her learning her driver's permit. Yes. All right. All of that went very smoothly. You only had to wait like an hour. It wasn't bad at all. It was actually quite the pleasant experience. I'm just saying, I, I'm on a roll here. I'm not, yeah, everything uh, I hear from everybody else about this, it, it was a fantastic experience. So, but. Um, but on the way there, this is just one of those ironic moments. Jody says I'm a walking paradox because I'm Mr. Safety, but I'm not really Mr. Safety, mm-hmm. even though I really try to be. And so as Taylor and I are going, you know, she's in the passenger seat with me. 
mm-hmm. and we're driving. And for some reason, the way that traffic stacked up, I kind of got into a weird spot in the left turn lane. And the left turn lane was a protected arrow. Um, and so, <laughs> as I literally was turning onto the street that the DMV is on, mm-hmm. the, uh, the light turned red. So and you ran a red light I, right into I the was, DMV. I was in the middle of the... I, I couldn't do anything. And the tra- the the camera that takes the picture Ooh. shot a picture of me. So I'm actually going to pay a fine for running a, a red light on the way to the Did DMV Taylor with our this? daughter. Did Taylor know yes, this? Yes. And I had to admit to it immediately. It's like, baby, all right, this is what not to do, you know? And it was just one of those bad... Uh, I just... Uh-huh. I guess I misjudged. I was already in the lane. series of unfortunate events. I was in the lane. I was trying to get through where traffic was. And I mean, and it just... You know what this means. Bad idea. Mr. Safety, you have more tickets and violations than I do since we've been married. Hmm. Oh, what? Have you been keeping track? <laughs> no. I just years in. Guess what? You just passed me. I just felt horrible about that time that I didn't fully stop and got a picture taken. and That's happened a few times to you. No. No, uh, once. No, it it's happened, happened twice. Yeah. I don't remember twice. Yes, it, it was twice. <laughs> I remember? think that that second time you were driving. My no, car. <laughs> I don't think so. The last time it was one of those where I thought I had you know made a mistake, and so when it came in the mail, I'm like, oh, here it is. I knew this was coming, and then it was Jody mm-hmm. again. But ah. yeah, but yeah, and then I can't uh, believe I, it. I, I know that's that's two in six months. I feel. What I mean, did Taylor say? Just, that's what I want to know. Well, I guess because I was honest and truthful and I didn't try to cover it. You know, it was, right. This yeah. is a mistake, baby. This is what not to do. And how ironic it's on the way to pick up your... Yeah, that's the funny part. I know. Oh, and the one thing that jumped out of my dresser, mm-hmm. I found my driver's license that was lost. Of course. After all of that, that I went through thinking I had it was at home. So now... You. you got two. I have two. I know. Mr. Safety has two licenses. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you didn't know that you can actually see what you hear by subscribing to the Murphy, Sam & Jody YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Somebody had the bright idea to put cameras in this place, and so... Well, anyway, now we can't a, do anything. <laughs> just another way you can keep up with what's going on <laughs> with Murphy, Sam & Jody, even though uh, you can always keep up on Facebook, Instagram also. If you don't know who Clyde Stubblefield was, he was uh, a James Brown's drummer back in the day. Oh, oh really? Man. Okay. By the yeah. stories he could have told. Uh, I mean, he played on Sex Machine. He played on I've Got the Feeling. He's got all, on all the big hits. Yeah. And he played on a song called Funky Drummer, and okay. th- this is his lick. Yeah, and you know what? My friend Randy, when he first started playing drums, did this lick. And was, well, the, the great thing about this lick is it's been sampled well over a thousand times on so different songs. It's his oh, really? lick. He came up with this lick. Yeah. No, no the funny Can you thing own is, a lick? if you look at James, the, the song, you know, from James Brown, he does. He's not getting any credit for writing this lick on there. So oh, I don't what? know how much he's made over the years. Okay. But people have sampled it, like uh, LL Cool J. Mm. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. My. Different my, people, my, my. Different people have taken it and slowed it down and sped it up to sample it. Uh, Jody, one of your favorites, George Michael did it on Freedom 90. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boom. It's good stuff right See, there. Wouldn't have thought that, but that is that so James Brown groove. Please tell me he got credit and money every time that happened. I don't know. I, I don't so. know about that. He wasn't given writing credit, so uh, I'm not sure. And even That's what, when you create something, you own it. Period. Even recently with Ed Sheeran on the Multiplication album, mm-hmm. uh, the, the song Shirt Sleeves. I can taste old water. Boom. And if I blink again, that's it. We'll be no wonder I love that song so much. It's Multiply, by the way. The name of the album is Multiply. Whatever. Multiply, divide, <laughs> X, 10, whatever. Okay. But anyway, I just want well, everybody, you know, it's Clyde Stubblefield. If you've ever heard that lick, and I know you have heard it before. Right. Yeah. And every James Brown song had that lick. Yeah. In it. I feel good. <laughs> 
All right. It's very funky. We like it a lot. A little help for moms and dads who are taking their oldest out for that first time driving. Oh, the whole permit experience and all that. And, and since Jody and I are do, doing that with our oldest daughter, Taylor, mm-hmm. I actually discovered something this weekend that I think is really cool and awesome and probably helpful if you're in that situation. And we'll do that after the show in the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast today. It's something exclusive Meanwhile, you get when you subscribe. Speaking of driving, Sam. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's an ironic twist. Sam got himself in a pickle. Yeah. Um, I uh, found myself on a uh, national Parkway, which federal. is uh, which is a federal highway, I yes. guess, and different than being on the interstate or uh, just being a regular on any state, state highway. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, driving um, through a national park, right? And the speed limit is was fifty on this this roadway. And so, what were you going? And I was not doing fifty. Uh, I mean, there are very few cars. I was doing eighty. I'll admit, I was doing Whoa! 80. Sam, what? Whoa! Wait, what? I'm sorry. Okay, when I'm on I'm an sorry. interstate at seventy, I'm usually doing you know that much. Yeah, but this wasn't an interstate. Yeah, I know. And and so... Uh, Let me say this. Wait, wait, wait. We knew he was taking this little trip. And I feel like I remember I halfway overheard you telling him to watch his speeding on there, right? Well, I was just saying that, yeah, I mean, because national parks, A, they're national parks. Yeah. <laughs> but they're enforced. B, but yeah, I mean, it's federal. And the, yeah, the park rangers absolutely enforce the speed limits. So? And, and as I understand it, usually the fines and other things are a lot more intense. Yeah, so see, I was just passing a, a cautionary tale to you. And Jody, the reason you overheard that conversation is Murphy has been on the same roadway doing about the same... Uh, actually, I hate to break it to you. I wasn't that fast. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I was warned about the park rangers. You know, I, and, and so you really uh, and sad to say, when I hear the word park ranger, I think of you know Ranger Smith and Yogi Bear, and you know. Well, see, that's what got you the ticket, right there. And I'm just, I can't believe you're even saying that. Tooling along, and I see all the flashing lights behind all me. the one or two. Well, he had a bunch of lights on his tr- on his little SUV, his little, ran- huh? Ranger SUV. Okay. So he pulls me over. I was like, "Yeah, I know I'm speeding. I wasn't going to argue it." Good. So I go to get out the car, you know, and it's like, "Get back in the car, sir." Yeah, they don't want you. <laughs> right. So I get in. He comes up to the passenger side window and says, "You realize you were doing?" I was like, "Sounds about right." And I gave him the paperwork and all that. And I get back. To- and he comes back and reminds me that the rest of the way it's fifty. And I was like, "Got you, chief." Did you say um, yes, sir? Were you like polite? No, yeah, I, yes, sir. I didn't Good. say, give me the thing. Good. So, you know, I get the ticket and I look down at it. And Murphy, like you said, I had heard on this stretch of roadway, it's expensive. $500 mm. for going 80 and Boy. 50. No, not just yeah. that. Plus a $30 administrative fee. Yes. I'm guessing you won't be doing this again? I'm finding a different route next time. <laughs> We love hearing from you. Join us anytime. You can call or text. This number is 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Melita. Hi, good morning. Is this Jody? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Oh my gosh, how are you? Hi. <laughs> how are you doing? We're good. How are you today? Oh, my God. I, I'm excited. I'm so sweet talking to you on the phone. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> are you driving right now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, be- are you having a hard time hearing me? No, I just wanted to make sure you're you're careful. <laughs> I'm, I'm very careful. I'm very careful. Okay, cool. Well, it's so a straight shot. I'm very careful. Oh, good. Well, what's going on? You were talking about teaching your daughter how to drive, and she finally got her permit and yes. everything. And some of the things that you said about um, taking her to the um, the parking lot area yeah. and let her drive around the empty parking lot and everything. Yeah. I did that with my daughter when I was teaching her how to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it to the school, um, her high school, and the parking spaces, I used as markers 
for uh, pretending to be other cars, and every time she would get close to that line or even mm-hmm. hit the line, I'm like, okay, you hit a car, we need to stay over here in the plane, and yeah. we need to, you know, keep it straight. And she's the kind of person who's really hard on herself, you know, before we get behind the wheel. I got to teach her how to calm down and not be so critical of what she's doing and don't get so upset if she makes a mistake because right. that's all we're going to learn and grow and improve. I told, I told Taylor the other day, this is one of the hardest things you'll ever have to learn to do. <sighs> it is. It is. Melita. Yes, ma'am. It was, it was such a pleasure meeting you. you I'm too. sorry I sound so nervous, but you are just a wonderful, wonderful person. You and, and the guys there. Thank, Thank you. you. Look, call us anytime. You're so oh, sweet. You're I totally relate to what you said about her daughter being hard on herself because, you know, our oldest Taylor's that way, too. Mm-hmm. And, but that's, it's like she I think thinks it's, she should know how to well, do it already. It's natural. And, you know, what I what I realized just the other day is she's learning the vehicle itself and she's having to learn the road at the same time. That's a so lot. Much. So we're just kind of staying in the neighborhood right now, now that she's got her permit, and um, focusing on the vehicle, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And then once she gets more comfortable with that, then we'll kind of expand back You think up. she's being harder on herself, too, because she's trying to prove to Dad that she can do it? Yes. Maybe so, but it's a good pairing. It's actually worked out. I'm very calm. I think I'm very supportive. Oh, no, no. Coach. I don't mean just because it's you. I just mean if, you know, you're driving with your parent yeah, you're yeah. trying to prove it's look i can do it yeah i oh, think so for all of your life you want to please your parents <clears throat> right. so yeah uh melita loved hearing from you 877-310-4675 so jody i'm a little self-conscious about something that yeah, i mean Is it- I, I, I think it should be over with by now mm-hmm. i should be over i mean uh, it, when i work out and you know, are you wearing those black socks with those white <laughs> shoes? <laughs> You've no, got to stop that, that baby. No. I know it's not supposed to matter, but it does a little bit. Are you wearing your coach's shorts no. again? <laughs> I pack a you know, little bag, and it's not like over the top. I'm not the pure pinnacle of health, but I do work out. It's kind of a weight training thing twice yeah. a week. None of us are My, the pinnacle. A guy I work with, his name is Paul. He's been he, I've worked with him, worked out with him now for like seven years, and so it's a regimen that's important to me. But I've also been That's doing a relationship. This, yes, and I've been doing this long enough that I should never, you know, feel a pressure from those people who are working out around mm-hmm. me, namely to impress. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. but you know, I mean, as it would happen yesterday, a rather attractive woman walked in. I think she's probably in her early thirties, and you know, I'm sitting there, you know, bench pressing my four hundred pounds. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. No. So, well, I wasn't doing that. Um, but uh, you know, it, it just. At that moment, it wasn't like self-conscious, were, but I'm like, it, is. it occurred to me to a second to suck the gut in a little that bit. That is self-conscious. Or, you want to say that it's not. Make sure that if I'm supposed to do 15, that I don't start grunting at 12 and stop at 13. Right? Now, if you're supposed to do 15, you start counting at 17, <laughs> 18, right, so. 150. <laughs> so what is your question? But why, I mean, I've been why? working out for so long, and that doesn't really bother me. I'm happily married to Jody for 18 years. You know, I don't feel this pressure to appeal to others, but for it's some normal. reason, you have a moment where you're like, I don't want to look like I'm not. you got to strut like the peacock. That's right. just being human. Everybody's self-conscious. You know, I don't A wanna, little bit. If I you're not a little bit self-conscious, there's probably something a little wrong. Yeah. I mean, because I've done stupid things like tripping on the yoga mat on the way to get water. (laughs) Or going to the water dispenser and pulling out 10 cups when it's only supposed to be one. And, you know, things like like that. The thing about it is, 
she's probably feeling the same thing. She's probably walking in a certain way, sucking it in. You know, I working out is a very personal thing. Very personal. One time, the last I thing she I was want, kind of carrying herself like. I was going to ask, did she have anything to suck yeah, in? <laughs> she's like, I'm all that and a bag of chips. And, <laughs> and Murphy's going, hmm, yeah. chips. <laughs> I guess truly that would be freedom is to not that's freedom and that's what you you hope for at least by a certain point in your life that you don't care what other people think actually I just remember what it was that really caused me to be super self-conscious mm. she said that she was celebrating her dirty 30 <laughs> <laughs> her 30th birthday <laughs> like, I, oh. I dropped the dumbbells at that point everybody probably <laughs> did coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam and Joey I want to know why I'm nervous to talk to the 6th graders at school tomorrow. Really? Phoebe asked me the other day, hey, mom, would you come read to my class again? Our youngest, and she is our sixth grader. Yeah. I have not done that in a few years because I haven't been asked mm-hmm. this year. I haven't had the... They haven't asked you back, huh? No. Not since that fiasco. No, the last I did last you year, read? I think. Anyway, <clears throat> you show up and they give you a book. Yeah. You have to read what they give you because it's it's usually related to something else they're doing. And that's yeah. fine. That was fine. Remember to read it and don't do your own spin on the story. Yeah. Right? I don't do that. <laughs> Any- don't, don't use voices. <laughs> wow. So President Lincoln said, <laughs> anyway. four score and seven. Although we know now from the movie, he actually had a high voice. Right? Oh, that's four right. Score and seven years ago. I don't know what book I'm going to be given yet. And this is tomorrow. Uh, but two things. Last time I read and I did, you know, ha, huh, that's cute. And that, if I would stop and commentary. talk and keep... Little com- just a little commentary. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, I didn't realize they were going to take an AR quiz on what I had read them. Wait, help me out. AR? Accelerated reader. Okay. <laughs> so making sure that they followed the story right. and comprehended. So no pr- now, this time, if they're going to have to do that, I'm definitely going to stick to the script and going to read the book Definitely, slowly. yeah. The other thing is that she's in sixth grade now. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that I was asked to come read. Why? I don't know. I just didn't expect it's. I, I, this is the age where it's not necessarily cool that mom shows up to read, right? right? Uh, I'm, I mean, Phoebe is excited and wants me to. I had a college professor that used to read, you know, to the class as part of the lecture. So I think it works for any age. That he'd use voices? <laughs> no, he did not. I'm just saying that it's yes, a different. This is the age it's a where tougher they crowd. Reading everybody reading together in class themselves. It's a tougher crowd. Mm-hmm. They're not like, oh yay, excited. You never know. There's a lot of sixth grade is a tr- is a tough place. Yeah. Sometimes. So I'm thinking Phoebe's going to be excited them there because she asked me to please come do it. So I reached out to the teachers. So I'm doing it, but I, I just feel like it's a tougher crowd. And guess Probably what? I'm a little nervous. Uh, they're more familiar with the big words. <laughs> you got to be on your guard. Maybe, the, there, maybe you know more familiar than me. Right. <laughs> Call or text anytime. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. That's 310-4MSJ. Uh, and you can also leave a message in case we miss each other. We're discussing man friends, man friendships, and how they're different than lady friendships. I will say I've always admired the long-lasting, like, he's my friend, that's why, and he always is my friend, even if I don't think of him for six months. Like, that. that's what baffles me about the lack of... You know, interaction that you can have with somebody you still call your friend. Well, the years thing is, the as long as it's somebody who's been to good, it's been good to you, and you're good to them. Yeah, I think loyalty is what lasts, right? Boom. Listen to you talk it, right. just like Red and Andy Dufresne. That's right. Okay, my friends. So oh, the deal is, Oxford University found that for men to have a strong friendship, you really need 
face-to-face time. Oh. That's what makes a friendship really, really strong. This is for all men. This isn't just for British men since this is Oxford, right? <laughs> it's all men. How is that say. different from women, though? I don't understand. Why would Women it be can different? have strong relationships over long conversations of texting, whatever, uh, social media. They consider that a strong relationship if, if it's somebody that gets them. And, and But for men, if you feel strongly about it, it's somebody that you actually get to spend time with. You get to see, you can shake a hand, you get to watch a game together. Go to the game. Whatever So you're saying it's easy to kind of get lost in the rest of your life, and even though you're still friends, you may not actively think about that Well, I will say this. In my observation of men over the years, not just you. I didn't realize you were a men observer like this, Jody. (laughs) Of course. I'm a creature. Um, Of my observation is that it's not where you, if you are given free time. Yeah. I mean, let's just say you're having a whole free weekend. You don't think to go there right off the baseball bat like I would. I'd be like, ooh, I'm calling my girls. You know what? You're right about that. I think I'm a type A personality, though. That's my problem. It's like, oh, it's project time. Do the things that I don't get to do Monday through Friday. You're right, Jody. And sometimes I don't stop to go, wait, I need social time. Right. You don't think to reach out to your Let me call up the guys. Here's another another reason that you guys, your bromance here is strong because you see each other every day. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes sense. I don't know if you mind me calling it a bromance, but I think well, it no, is. I mean, we know, we know each other's sense of humor. I'll send Sam text and all that kind of stuff when we're not here. You, you know? didn't know that, did you? Oh, I know it. I'm aware. Oh. Reach out anytime now. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Angel? Um, I was calling reference to the new driver. Um, I'm an ex-state trooper. Yes. And I'm a truck driver. Okay. And I teach truck driving now. Uh-huh. And, oh, cool. Um, you know, experienced drivers, we build what we call muscle memory. So, mm-hmm. you know, for us to drive and listen to the radio, we can multitask. Right. Because when you've got a turn signal or whatever, we don't really have to think about it so much because it's a natural thing. It's muscle memory, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when a new driver comes on, they don't, they have to think about it more. Right. So when you have, you know, there's more than just the cell phone as a distractor, radio, passengers and whatnot. Right. So my recommendation has always been like, me personally, I'd say at least six months, no radio, no passenger. You know? Okay, yes. Once, once they get their own license and they get their own car, they go to school and back, their friends want to catch a ride or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it, trust me, it becomes a big distractor. Right, um, right. Yeah, and then uh, the radio, you know, if you want to try this out, get them out in the parking lot and glare the radio on them and have them drive, mm-hmm. and you will see <laughs> the total difference. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It's, I can't, I cannot yeah. tell you how many times the kids have been loud in the back seat where I stop the car. And I'm like, I can't do this. You've got to stop. Yep. And they don't, because that's, they've never driven, it. they don't understand. And it's okay. That's life. One day, something mm-hmm. will happen in the back seat of her car, some noise, and she'll realize, oh, my mom wasn't crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Angel, yep. I'll tell you what, with her, with her getting her permit, that you're right about the rules that just come to your mind right. naturally. I can imagine when she first starts driving on her own and leaving the house and I'm watching out of the window, I I feel like right off the bat, I'm going to have a rule that you don't get, you don't get gas by yourself yet. Certainly don't get gas at Mm. night. We're going to have rules like that at first. Yeah. (laughs) Are you driving right now? Sam wants to know. (laughs) I got some speakers. Oh, oh, yeah. Safe, safe, there you safe. Go. Okay, good. Thank you for what y'all do, okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. We appreciate the call. And you know, it's funny, Sam, since I'm doing the driving with Taylor right mm-hmm. now, Jody, we'll eventually do that. But that is what we're doing. No radio, really no other distractions. It's just focus on the road and focus on the driving. That's so. why you won't let me come along. <laughs> <laughs>
Some of you were planning something on a day that was like wide open many, many weeks ago, and then all of a sudden when you get to that day, it's too yep. crowded to what you originally planned. Oh, yeah. Man. And it usually happens with something, sadly, that is, is is personal or you know something I want to do that's just extra beyond the scope of work. So Wrong what you have to do. Right, with a friend or something like that. And right? work screws it up. Well, what happened today, and it's nobody's fault for this, I picked a day in the future. It's like, okay, that day is clear. Nothing ever happens on Mondays. <laughs> and um, so lunch with a friend that I haven't seen in a very long time time mm-hmm. was scheduled for today i'd already put him off twice and now today has turned out to be one of those days well you have to put him off again well you have to no i decided not to put him off it's nice. like that's not really fair i made the commitment to him just because it's inconvenient for me you know today you should sit down yeah. and start with yeah. that remind him of that at lunch you know this is very inconvenient but how, how have you been it's not his fault, though, you know? Of course not. It's, it's, truly... it's, it's things that got scheduled at work. You know, one is a call. The other is something I'm supposed to be attending in person. It's Murphy's Law. Yeah, I, Boy, to it the is. yes, to the total degree. You're right. It is. And it's just, it's weird. It's ne- It never fails, though, that that happens. Is mm-hmm. that because we just tend to cram too much in one day now? Or is that the world or what? It happens to everybody. Um, I don't know. It's how you lay out your life. Some of it you're not in control of. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You right. have to do the work that is that is the work of your life, but you also cannot be a slave to that because that's not living your life. Yeah. You know, that's a whole balance issue. Well, and there was a book I read a long time ago that talked about knowing when to say no to things Mm -hmm. so that you don't overschedule. But I think that's a bigger challenge today than it's ever been because there are some things that it appears you can't say no to. You know what I mean? Depending on your goals. Yes. Yeah, if you if you like to have a job and make money, there's certain people you can't say no to. Right, right, right. So <laughs> it, today just wound up that way. But I, you know, I realized it's like okay, you know what? I'm not going to let it stress me. That will probably be, it'll be good time well spent with this, some this person I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, and I'll still get everything done. And at the end of the day, it'll be a balanced day, right, Joe? Yeah, you need to do it. And don't. I mean, I hope he's not hearing this. Oh, I didn't think about <laughs> that. So anyway, maybe he'll I'm cancel on you now. Looking forward to lunch. Things we're doing that to make our dogs misbehave. Boom. As soon as I saw this, I thought, we've got to discuss this. Make them Because America is full of homes with dogs and busy, busy people. And the dogs, when they misbehave, you're like, why are you doing this? And the thing is, you got to get in the side of the head of the dog, right? Well, I was going to ask you, isn't this the kind of thing that Caesar Milan saw for us like 10, 10 years ago? It's true. But, it really is. But, uh, you know, I, I bet you the biggest problem that we make, though, is the thing that Caesar says. We still, because we love our dogs, because we're emotional about it, we humanize them, which is the wrong thing to do. I don't know if that's, maybe it is a deep at the deep root of this. Dog like, psychology? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we expect them to be like people. The you know things I mean? that we're make we're doing to make them misbehave. I remember I'm going to click here and watch it spin and wait for it to open up, and I did. And the number one on the list was they're not getting enough exercise. A dog who's exercised, run around, played fetch, walked on a leash as often as needed, mm-hmm. will not misbehave and necessarily tell your tear your house up or they need that just like we all do yeah stored up energy it's true and you got to be careful what you, you need to know about the level of energy with the breed i mean i have friends who love labs and know this most labs are high energy yeah border collies are working dogs they are meant to be like obstacle course working dogs if you get one of those and you leave it at home all day you're going to come home to an upside down house <laughs> <laughs> you know things like that but there's a list of things the other one being you haven't trained them enough you yeah. train them to not go in the house hopefully you potty train them and then you end it there and if that's all you want to do that's fine sometimes that's all i want to do i don't need a dog to do stuff for me but 
they like to do that. They like to kind of serve their humans. Well, it's not about teaching tricks as much as it is showing them how to behave. They it's follow true. leaders. They're that's what they are. You know. Yeah, yeah. they're pack. They're yeah. they're they're pack animals. Um, and Murphy's so true about this, and I completely mess this up all the time. You know, Murphy's like, you have to be consistent with the dog. Apparently, a lot of little things I'm doing wrong. Murphy's more Caesar, and I'm more the problem mm-hmm. at our house. Really? We'll tell you about that. And another one of the big rules of why your dog may be, you know, misbehaving, something that you're doing. We'll do that next. Five things that we humans do that are making our dogs misbehave. Um, the number one, I knew it, it was kind of no duh. I'm kind of a crazy dog person, is that they need exercise. If they don't get exercise, whether that's you throwing a Frisbee for them or taking them to a dog park or walking them, they've got all this pent-up energy. And a dog with pent-up energy is going to do something with it. Yeah, they act out. I mean, they sometimes it's chewing on things. Sometimes it's not listening. Sometimes it's actually, you know, even though you got them potty trained, you, they still use the bathroom in the house. You know? Man, I know. Yeah. Psychology here. Gus does that, and I, I haven't figured it out, uh, but... I, you know, I mean, you're saying if the energy, if he doesn't, if he doesn't expel his energy, Gus, he's True. gonna, he, there's a chance he might do stuff. Misbehave, right, Sam? I've had a lot of problems lately with Gus chewing up my baseball caps. Ooh, really? And yeah, and it's like I, and it's these are like favorite baseball caps that apparently I put to. Well, number some, one, you got to put them up. Yeah, I've learned this lesson, <laughs> and, and flip flops too. He's doing that, but I realized, and I maybe Caesar would tell me, no, this is not true, but I think it's because Gus misses me. Hmm. I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but it's like, well, why, why does he go just... Because he, he could like get you. a dish rag, or he could get a, a, you know, a, a Tupperware that's empty on the counter, but he goes for my stuff and chews it up. That's weird. That's interesting. You know, it, and it's, it's funny because <laughs> since we have multiple dogs, I do believe that dogs perform better in a pack. But look, not everybody can have more than one dog. Not everybody um, wants to have more than one dog. But I do. I want all I, the dogs. <laughs> Jody does. But that's what we've found is when, there are, when there's more than one... They, they there's a pack mentality. They follow each other. It's their natural yeah. environment, you know? When Gus is about to go get that shoe, the other dog goes, hey, hey wait a second. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Remember what happened last time? <laughs> um, th- probably a dog, a person who's really an expert would say maybe not, but I, I'm with you. I think he loves you and he. it smells like you. Your hat certainly smells like you and your shoe. So... Yeah, maybe there's something about, where's my owner? I need to smell him. Oh, my gosh. Let me chew his hat up. Put your hats away. I did. Yeah, Sam, maybe you ought to chew on some of his things and show them a uh-huh. lesson. <laughs> another thing. They do need chew toys. They need things to occupy yes. them if you can't right. take them out. You know, it's true. Anyway, go get the official expert list of things that dogs are doing. They're misbehaving. What we're doing that causes them to misbehave when we are gone. MurphySamAndJody.com. I need a little help or suggestions or if anybody has gone through this. Okay, Sam. Um, no, that has nothing to do with ex-wives either. Uh, okay, that's relief. <laughs> that's wide open now. Um, the past couple of weeks at home, I'm having some trouble shaking some dreams. Oh. And, and Really? Yeah, and it's not a specific dream like it's recurring like my ghost dreams. Mm. This is oh, like... that's right, because that's where you wake up in the middle of the night and he literally make makes like, oh. These are dreams, whatever the night, whatever the dream oh the night is... <laughs> It's with me all night long, and I'm, I'm actually to the point now where I even I'm I can be laying there awake, knowing that the as soon as I fall back into sleep, You're that dream's that there. Story. Are you serious? But I don't want that dream, and it's not like it's a scary horror dream. It's just you know how you, you, you it's run its course. I'm the TV tired of, show's over. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's on constant repeat, and it's like I've done the dream, I've solved the problem. Wow, let's move on to something else, and it's like I'm conscious enough to know. 
I don't want to keep having this dream. But you still do. But you I go still back do. to sleep and you have the same. And I don't know how I don't know if there's a solution like get up, uh, go outside, take a drink, uh, do something. I can and tell you it. that you're asking people who are unqualified because I know nothing about this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that is I'm not highly, a psychologist. I mean, right. That's a that's a specialty for people who really know about what goes on when we're when we're asleep. Yeah. You need to but, speak to a professional. I could assume. I mean, maybe heard that before. Maybe, maybe it's signaling to you that you're in a rut in your life. Ah, uh, could be. I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? Could you're be. Kind of the, in an endless circle. The difference this time around, and, and as opposed to the rest of the times I get stuck in dreams, is it's like I'm conscious that okay, it's there, and I can't shake it. Hmm. And I've never been conscious about the dream I'm having that I. It's like you know it's going to be here, and you're thinking of trying to. Not think about it, but it's still there. Too smart for your own And it drives me insane. And then, of course, that leads to, you know, not being able to fall back to sleep because I know it's waiting for me on the other side. Mm. Well, at least it's not scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're being chased by a monster or something like that, I would be panicked. Not go back to uh, sleep. Even if it's boring, at least least it's boring. Any professionals want to help? 877-310-4MSJ or as Jody would say, 877-310-4MSJ. I want to tell you a little story that happened this weekend. This is so cute to me. I can't stand it. I don't know if your kids are this way if, if or if you, you know, pick up on this, Sam. Okay, so Taylor and Phoebe have always been very close, our girls. They're very, they're best friends and arch enemies, <laughs> depending on what day it is and what's going on. And we're lucky about that. With them being three and a half years apart, they're very I mean, close. you never know. Right. And um, so Phoebe, who recently turned 12, got a phone. Mm-hmm. And um, she does exactly what we thought she'd do with it. She texts a few of us, and then she shoots videos. Right. That's how she uses her phone. She sends me pictures. She's way about the emojis. It's very fun. Well, so she um, spent the night with a friend the other night, and I totally expected to get a phone call the next morning. Hey, Mom. Good morning. What are you doing? Because that's who she is. She used to do that. Mm -hmm. She used to use the mom's phone and call. I hear Taylor the next morning in in her room on the phone Taylor's never on the phone unless it's like a FaceTime right they don't actually talk on the phone Phoebe didn't call me Phoebe didn't call Murphy she called Taylor and they spent 15-20 minutes just catching up what'd you have waffles what'd you guys do we did this and it was so sweet a part of me was hurt that she didn't call me because I used to be the person that she called, mm-hmm. but she called Taylor, and they did the whole catch up. Yeah, but that is so super sweet Isn't by itself. Sweet? It doesn't. Yeah. And she hung yeah. up, and I literally looked at my phone, waiting, <laughs> waiting for her to call me, and she did not. You think that's a girl thing too? Possibly. Because I mean, my boys, whenever they've spent the night anywhere, I never get a call in the morning. Yeah. It's like you always have to call over there. Are they up yet? Can I come get whoever? That's good too, and it, that's good in a different way. Yeah. But, um, you know, Taylor has always been able to be there for her. And it's true for both of them. It works both ways in ways that we can't. Yeah. yeah. Sibling thing is. is it, it Also, I, wanna, I get a text every so often that says, hey, dad, is mom around? <laughs> Trying to catch up with Jody any way they can. I make homemade macaroni and cheese at the house a lot. Yes, and, um, you do, Jody. I don't use a recipe anymore i used several different recipes here and there and i decided you know what i'm gonna make my own i know what to do i know what basic stuff goes in noodles I know. and cheese right um the girls we went out to eat recently and taylor ordered some macaroni and cheese with and it came with breadcrumbs on top of Ooh, it yeah yeah yum. and that's exactly what she did the whole meal it's the best ever so i made macaroni and cheese last night and guess what mama threw on top of there 
panko right. breadcrumbs. Yeah, because there's not already enough carb in the dish. <laughs> well, well, just a little topping. It was awesome. How did I not realize that that's what you did? I just thought it was like, wow, the cheese is just all nice. You thought the cheese was crunchy. Yeah, I did. And you're wrong. That was breadcrumbs mixed with cheese. And you know what? It did work. So when you make it, do you use, Sam, breadcrumbs um, on top? I'm- the person that I was previously married to used to make homemade, and she would make it with breadcrumbs. Okay. And the kids would complain, so we'd have like half breadcrumbs, half not. Oh, uh, so it was you were the first time I'd cook. ever had it with breadcrumbs. <gasps> yeah. So, mm, now that she's out of the house, so are the breadcrumbs. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm using this blue box of things. Okay. Here's what I'll do that. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I love the blue box. I know. Our kids love the blue box, too. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'll put uh, my macaroni and cheese recipe the way I make it which is kind of just like my own method. We'll put it online. But now we've added breadcrumbs. MurphySamAndJody.com So do you consider a Snuggie a uh, blanket with sleeves or do you consider it a garment? Ooh, I consider it a blanket with sleeves. That's That's, about all I give it consideration. That's good because a federal court just uh, agreed with you there. Believe it or not. Why was this even? Okay, the company that imports them uh, depending on what it's considered or what it's deemed, it determines the tax rate of or course, the tariff rate. Of course. So if it's a blanket with sleeves, it was like an eight point something percent tariff. Okay. Uh, the government said, no, 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 no. This is this is a garment, so that's like a fifteen percent tariff, which mm. means they could charge the company more. I hope it's not a garment because I don't want to see people walking around in them. So the government and the company went to court and it got all the way up to the federal court level, and? and the court agreed that yeah, it's a blanket with sleeves. It's I not a garment. I hear what you're saying, and I feel like there's a, there was a song. A blanket huh? with sleeves or something like that. What for Snuggy? Something like that. Oh, I don't know. It had to be commercials. And believe it or not, the government, uh, the uh, the court even said, "Yeah, uh, this is not the first blanket with sleeves. There was something before called the slanket." <laughs> oh, oh, I love that name even better. By the way, the section of the drugstore where they sell all that stuff, yeah. so much fun to buy like white elephant gifts. Oh my! Or gifts I, for kids. I love that because they got a section like that in Walmart. And I, and oh, it's do like, they? Oh my God, this is awesome! I don't need this, but I need this. Right. It's the thing you'll use once and throw away. Right.